Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. We will be playing a scenario uh, uh, that's entitled Stumped. It was written by Josh Harwood, who is also our game master. This will be episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Josh? Thanks, Tom. So it is 11.30 p.m. on the 2nd of July, 2018, and um, in Boston, in England, and uh, just in the marketplace, in the center of town, uh, in their car is uh, Police Sergeant William Uxbridge and Police Constable Michael Brilly. You guys do the night. You guys do like the night shifts three times a week in the town center, and usually it's really like quiet. Nothing happens, so you usually just go to KFC, get some chicken and stuff like that, and just relax. And all all the time, you always see the Reverend uh, who's in charge of the church. Walter Hartman, he comes and chats to you. He even brings you a coffee. He's a very, he's like a, he's a very friendly man. Everyone knows him. He's been there for 10 years. He's like the longest serving reverend in recent history. So, um, yeah, uh, you guys are there. It's half 11. And again, as I said, he always comes around this time and dead on cue. He taps on the window and hands you guys coffee. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you. How are you doing this evening? Yes, I am. I'm fine, gentlemen. Uh, it's uh, raining. Looks like it's getting going to be a stormy night. Yeah. Uh, well, Appreciate how, the how, coffee, then. That'll keep us. Uh, that'll keep the cab a little warmer. Yes, I, I hope you guys don't get too much trouble tonight. <laughs> um, usually quieter when it's raining any anyway gentlemen i uh have to go and get some files from the offices in the church uh i will uh see you tomorrow night at the usual time you know <laughs> thank you reverend keep dry okay you too and he wanders off in the uh not in the same direction because usually he goes home and that would be going to the right whereas he's gone to the left into the where the statue is just outside the church. He's gone that way. But as he said, he's going to be offices and the offices are located just behind the church in one of the vicarages because one of the vicarages was kind of half transformed into like uh, a home for, for one of the curates and then into offices as well. So that some of the clergy would work out of them and some of the business people. Um, so yeah, he's, he's gone that way. And yeah, so hey, you two are just in the car. Uh, yeah, I'll enjoy the, the couple sips of the coffee and. Uh... How does the weather look? Uh, it's starting every, every like it seems like every minute more rain is just coming down. It's just getting heavier and heavier by the minute. But yeah, you you guys have probably been partners for uh, a year, maybe. Okay. dependent on you guys really but uh michael Brilly's relatively new to the police force compared okay. to you Uxbridge. 
I'm yeah. 24. How old are you? I am the incredible age of. Oh, I'm 45. Yes. Well, let's let's uh, let's do a do a, a gentle patrol around the I guess the periphery and. Uh, I think we it looks like it's pretty quiet out there. Yeah, it's it's like it's pretty dead. There's no one around. You see the odd person walking. You might see the odd factory worker who's just been dropped off and walking through the marketplace. But nothing out of ordinary. You guys, your usual round, you just go around the entire marketplace and then just back to your car. Yeah, so... Why not? We'll we'll do before it starts really coming down. We'll do one last round, I guess. Yeah. If we have yeah. nice coffees to keep us warm. Get it out of the way before it picks up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you guys do your rounds. Uh, you get the old person walk past you, and he's like, "Evening, officers." Evening. And that just repeats a few times. Like people walk past you. And as you get about halfway around your round, that's when the rain just starts pouring. And wow. there's even like a crash of thunder and lightning it, it, just in the distance. But you know it's going to be a stormy night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this does look like it's going to be a wet one. I uh, say double time, Luxbridge. Yep, I'm with you. Let's get back to the car. Yeah, you're right. It does look pretty. Yeah, no one else is really out in this right now. You, you guys are going back to your car. Can you both do me spot hittings? Certainly. Wow, 19. Good kickoff roll. I hope yeah. that's successful. It's good yep. for me. I got a 71, so <laughs> got rain in my eye. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Really, yeah, as you said, you got rain in your eye, you just get straight in the car. Um, Uxbridge, you have like a minute of, well, a second of stopping. And you notice that the inside church lights are on. Okay. Uh, only, only on like a, they're not like bright brights, so they're on like a low setting, but there is a light. Is, is it unusual for the lights to be on this late? It is 11.30 at night. Yeah, you, the latest you've known someone to be in the church is like 10 p.m. Unless it's like a midnight mass, but there's no midnight. There's no midnight mass for a, a month or so. so. Hmm. Oh, that's odd. Constable uh, Barely, I mean, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, we the should light. keep an eye. I'm guessing that Hartman... Uh, didn't find the file he was looking for in the vicarage and went inside. But if it's not off in 10 minutes, maybe we should knock on a couple doors. I like your thinking. If somebody, uh, you know, went in with intent, I assume they wouldn't, they'd be using flashlights and not yeah. uh, lighting the place up general. Okay. So going by your interaction with Hartman, the patrol, you took like a nice pace and then waiting 10 minutes. As 10 minutes strike, it's about five past midnight. And as the thunder like hits, you hear a scream coming from the water side. Oh, I did. Uh, 
turn my okay. attention, full attention there. Uh, male or female? Female. Um, right. Did you hear that, Constable? Yeah, it sounded like a scream. Unless somebody's just very afraid of uh, lightning. I think we need to take a look. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's do this. All right. Okay. You guys would have like uh, raincoats. And yeah, raincoats. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys start to walk in the direction. Uh, and yeah, you, you can see your police station just across the way because you're literally across the river. And um, yeah, you walk through the graveyard of the outside the front part of the church and you get to the waterfront. And where you think it came from, because it was it was lightning. The screen came just after it hit, so you're not entirely sure. But there doesn't seem to be anyone there in that direction, even outside that uh, uh, waterfront door that leads into the church. It's like the, the doors to the church are like massive doors. But yeah, there doesn't seem to be anyone there. And um, yeah, can, so, can we go around the periphery and, and look around or? Yeah. Are you going to both split up and like loop around and meet back there yeah. or are you going? Yeah, we should probably do that. Yeah, time's of the essence if somebody's yeah. injured or. I'll take the north route, you take the south. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. All right. So and yeah, stay in communication. So yeah, you you both start you both start going around. You you will kind of like cross cross paths, but you might just do a loop just to see if someone, yeah, one of you didn't see when you went by, and yeah, you you kind of meet, and as you meet back near that waterfront door, just you're a little bit away from it. All of a sudden, just splat. Hartman's body is lying right there. My God. Wouldn't you say splat? Do you mean it fell right in front of us? Right in front of you, right from the waterfront door, from up. Oh, so I quickly take a step back and look up? And the assumption is it's Hartman because he like, got his, what he was wearing when you guys saw him. Do, do we see any... Uh... Any motion, any anything uh, disturbed up up directly from above? You you could do me a spot hidden. Okay. All right, on it. And Brilli, if you are also looking. Eighty-nine. Yeah, I looked up and the rain's just probably pouring down you, in my face. Yeah, huh? like the nearest balcony is like two at two hundred feet up, so it's it's hard with the rain. I'm a good spotter. 53 is a regular success. Okay. Yeah, you just briefly you see like you're unsure because the rain is in, but you see like a, a silhouette of maybe a hooded figure. You're unsure. Christ. Just uh, up. But as I said, it's quite it's quite high up and the rain is like getting into your face. Right. I'm going to try to get up the flashlight right on the figure and tell it to say where it is. No, it's already it dashes just, off. Yeah, just gone. All right. We need to radio in, of course, uh, yeah. and uh, have, have a look at hopefully or I'm afraid poor Hartman. Yeah. 
Please, Sergeant. William Oxbridge reporting in. Fatality at the cathedral. There's a fatality at the cathedral. Over. We don't know he's dead. Do we know he's dead? Is he all uh, like a squash? Uh, the, the face is like caved, like as he's impacted, the face kind of gets pushed in. Yeah. So it's pre you're pretty sure. You're not medical professionals, but you have basic did, knowledge enough to assume. Did the finger time. land on his back? And fe like front straight. Okay. So we're just looking at the back was, of a, we're looking yeah. at a prone splat. And yeah. the head, the head isn't round anymore. It's no. hemisphere. And so we, but, and yeah, it's hundreds of, of like not just like twenty feet where it could be survived, but this the fall would be from. Yeah, the the only reasonable place where he would have fallen from is probably at at that ledge where the public can public can go up to, which is like just just under two hundred feet mm. up. Jeez, so. Yeah, that's a fatal fall. It's... Yeah. Um, and you, you guys do know that this is prime a prime suicide spot. Oh, jeez. I didn't uh, seem upset. Uh, is there? I'm, so I'm going to do a very cursory inspection of the body. Like, if the hands are open and lying palm up, I'll see there's nothing in the hands. I'll see if there's any obvious wound on the back. Uh, you know, a bullet hole or a knife wound or anything that. I can see with a flashlight and the rain on dark clothing. Yeah, on as the rain is coming down on the back of the coat, you do see like dust marks. But going, he must have gone up the stairs, and you guys know it's quite dusty on there. It's hard to maintain the staircase going up because it's old architecture. So, so how many stairways up are there? Uh, there, there are two, and there are two entrances up to the tower, and they're kind of opposite. They're kind of like one's here, one's there, and then the tower bits. Right. There. So, Uxbridge, if I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw a figure, maybe wearing a rain hood or something, and it dashed off that way. But we should cover both the exits, right? Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, how soon can we expect uh, any? Um maybe a, uh, an inspector dispatch yep uh you you get a reply in there just like we're we're, we're we're working on it um because the reverend was loved by a lot of people so they they will get there as quickly as they can and sort it out uh the only thing that the staff sergeant tells you is you just do secure recording off the area mm -hmm. okay all right so we'll um well all right so i'll um I'll cover the body and uh, the front area. I can kind of do that simultaneously. If you could go do the back or... Or, uh... or I'm wondering if, if uh, I should like go to one stairwell and shine a light at the other one while you go See, and get the car. No, okay, to do ahead. To do the stairwell, you'd have to be inside the church. Uh-huh. So there's both stairwells are in. The only way into the hotel, there are those two stairwells, but they're inside the church. All right, and there are many exits from the church. Uh, there are seven exits. Once the, the once the hooded, hooded figure gets down the stairs, which Can, might already have happened. I mean, are we talking like how how broad is the distance between the two stairwells? Is somebody um, uh, like uh, twenty? 10, 20 feet maybe, but it's not okay. like a massive... They could be inside the church already. 
while we look at the body and try to figure out. You yeah, know, so we should coming. go quick. I think what if we have one of us on each side of the church, we should be able to see the majority, if not all the exits, correct? Yeah, you, yeah you'd yeah, you be able to see all the yeah. If you all right. literally all you'd have to do is just walk a little bit further across so you're covering okay. the whole width of the church. You'd be able to see if someone was coming out of all the exits. All right. And there are so few figures out. Yeah, there's like so everybody's few gonna wander up and find the body and tamper with it. It's we're really looking to see who else was up there. Yeah, you guys have definitely if you see someone walking this way, because people do walk past here because it's quicker to get to to certain places to just yeah. walk. So one of us should, from, should so. fast double time to the other side, and the other one of us should stay roughly with the body, but still scanning that side of the church. Okay. So yeah, you um you 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 will do that, and as you do that, uh, another thunder strike hits, and we go to the police station. And inside the police station, in one of the offices, is um, DCI Declan Harness, and he has uh, he he will walk out of his office and. DS Frank Gastel, you will see him walk out of his office as he walks past you, looks at you and says, DS Gastel, would you uh, follow me, please? Of course, sir. Yes, sir. Is uh, D.I. Taylor in her office? Um, uh, I believe so. Okay. Uh, and yeah, he, he knocks on your door, on your office door. Yes, yeah, sir. Ah. Hi, uh, both of you in quickly. Well, gasful in quickly. Um, so instead of calling into my office, I thought I'll come directly here. Just we need to be urgent. So we just got a call in from uh, Sergeant Uxbridge and Constable Braley that there has been a death. And that death is Walter Harton, the reference. Oh, jeez. Um, we would uh, I would appreciate if you two went to the scene uh, we will make sure Sako are on their way but they could be a few hours because it's middle of the night do we know any specifics sir uh, from what I gathered from what I gathered from what the desk sergeant said is suicide oh no that's awful um Uh, D.I. Taylor, or shall we go? Yeah, yes, so let's get going. Want me to drive? Yes, please. Thank right. you, Frank. Yeah. Right. yeah, you guys, you guys drive, you kind of go along, you'll come around. You, uh, so you'll come between where the church hall is and um, the vicarage slash uh, offices are because there's a little drive way there but there's like three pylons that are stopping you going through one well, or pylons like uh what are they called Bonds. things stop yeah but stopping you from going any but, further so you guys just get out and it's literally like a 30 second walk to where they were called in and you could probably see one of the two officers there uh is it still raining yeah it's still raining oh, Detectives, 
bloody night. What uh, what happened? Uh, well, um, this his body fell right in front of the constables and uh, myself as we were on a patrol, uh, looking into a uh, scream. It sounded like a woman's scream. I didn't see anything, but the constable saw a uh, a cloaked figure ducking away a couple hundred feet up, right about where this fall would have occurred. So right now he's on the far side of the church, covering the door exits there, and I'm covering the door exits here. Uh, we're not certain if this was a suicide or if that hooded uh, figure had anything to do with this. Right. All right. So you said that um, PC Burley is searching through the, through the church right now as we speak? Um, he's uh, on the far side of the church covering those exits on that far side. I'm covering these. There's, uh, we believe there's six or seven exits. We can cover, I believe, three from here, and he can cover the other three or four on the other side. Right. Um, We're trying to just send backup sure. officers to be with us. Uh, they they will. They the backup officers will come pretty much within like the next half hour. Soko will probably come within an hour or two. Okay. It's just because it's like one a.m. and they've got right. like sort of from that. So yeah. I can secure the body here if you uh, want to uh, check out the church or... I think it'd be best if we think this person could still be inside, we should go in and uh, see, or at least see where um, the father fell from. Yes, from. examine the scene. Yes. Understood, detectives. Okay. Are the doors to the church open? Unlocked? Uh, from what from what you gather, no, 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 none of the doors look open. None of the none of the three big doors. Well, four because there's one at the far end. None of the four big doors look open, but there are some side doors. And if you're checking a bit more, uh, you'll notice that the one that leads into the choir rooms at the far end, like far opposite to the tower, it is unlocked. You can't, yeah. it will open. Must be the one that he used to get into the church. Yeah, well, let's let's start there. Doors open, let's yeah. do it. I, I will say that, uh, I will I will just ask uh, now, the, before, uh, Gastrol and Taylor, would you have taken, would you have gone to the firearms officer to get a gun? Because, yeah. yeah. Well, yes. actually, you know, that's a good question because we're going out here to investigate a suicide. If it's a suicide, no, probably not. Okay. Uh, I just thought because that's that's how we work, because you don't carry you won't you don't carry fire. You carry your taser or or a baton with you. Detectives most likely will have a taser. Uh, and probably because the batons like go in so they're just like so retractable. So they'll just look like a small rod that you can just pop in to like a pocket or a belt. Yeah, if we were called to a suicide, I wouldn't have been stopping for a handgun. Okay. But if if the perpetrator might still be inside, now should we wait for backup before we go inside? Uh, DCI said it was going to take them a while, yes. I'm concerned about this person getting away. I'm concerned about him shooting us. <laughs> um. I'm going in, Frank. If you want to stay outside with uh, no, the sergeant, I'm just using caution. 
Um, I'll go in with you. Uh, right. Where is PC Brearley? So when they go around to that choir door, can I? I mean, I saw their car pull up. I assume they had. Yeah, one. yeah, you, yeah. You'd have been asked to that car, yeah. Uh, but I wasn't going to leave the doors to to uh, talk. So maybe I'll radio, or will I be able to see them when they go to the choir door? Yeah, you'd be able to see them because to get a better view, you'd probably be that end right, anyway. At the angle. Yeah. Yeah. Are uh, are Brearley and uh, and Uxbridge armed? Uh, they will have a taser and a baton. Baton. Yeah, they, they are not. They are not off. They are not authorized firearms users. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're securing the perimeter. I'll have my taser out. Yeah, well, so I'll yeah. just report that I'm going to keep an eye on the door, and nobody's come out yet. If that's if that's true. Right. All okay. right. Roger that, Constable. So I've got my taser. <laughs> okay, so as you as you two are about to enter the door, Brilly and Oaksbridge, you are like main, maintaining where yes. you are. Is Perimeter. that correct? Yeah. Um, and so I'm since I'm with the body, I'm securing the body and monitoring the doors, waiting for backup or to hear from the detectives. Okay, as you as you do that, you will hear a couple of sirens. So there is some more officers coming to you. You can hear that they're probably a few seconds, a minute. At Max, a way to come help cordon off and secure the area. The area, so with you. Um, and so, and Uxbridge, you will get a radio from the station. Uh, Sergeant Uxbridge, Sergeant Uxbridge, coming. Uh, Sergeant Uxbridge here at the scene. Over. Um, the uh, your chief has a briefly. Uh, spoken with uh, DCI Harness, and you and your partner are to help Gastro and Taylor in any means necessary. Whatever they need, you are partnered with them because this is a very important man. If it was suicide, quick and easy case. But for just for that, you're with them. Officers should be arriving any second, from what I gather from Radio Chat. Understood. Roger that. I'll reach out. We'll communicate to uh, the detectives and put ourselves at their disposal. Over. Thank you. Over. Uh, PC Rarely, uh, we are to assist the detectives um, uh, if they require our assistance. Uh, we will have backup here within minutes to take over perimeter patrol. Over. Understood. Yeah, and oh. I, I, as you say that, there are other officers like starting to walk. Right? Some have even just walked from the police station. Not even just, some have come from other places, but some have just walked across the bridge from the police station because it's like a three-minute walk. Oh, fantastic! Good. So I, you know, we're going to have a, a three-minute conversation. Uh, you know, point out where he is, where he seems to have fallen from, where I thought I thought I saw a figure. Um, you know, ask if somebody brought a tarp we can put over the body in case there's any physical evidence that hasn't already been washed down. Yeah, they they, they will they will have all like especially because it's raining they'll have all the specific stuff. But obviously, as you know, some evidence will disappear, but not all of it because water doesn't wash away everything. So, one one note before uh, taking off to the church to check in with the detectives, I informed the police that have arrived that uh, 
constable uh, Burley and myself had heard uh, a scream that we were investigating, a possible uh, lady scream in this vicinity prior to seeing this body fall in front of us. So I relay that information and then proceed to the church to check in with the detectives. Okay. So, and uh, Uxbridge, I'm thinking we should um, check all the doors to make sure that they are as closed as they appear as we make our way around and then in. Brilliant idea. Shall we, uh, shall we loop, each of us take a side, loop around, and then sure, meet up? Sure, we can meet at the choir door if everything else is locked up. Perfect. Yeah. Good. All right. We do that. Yep. As you, as you both will walk around, uh, it will all be all the doors are literally locked. This is the quiet door would be the closest door, like small door for him to get to. So it makes sense that this door is the one that he would have gone through. Um, but yeah, you guys reach that door. Meanwhile, in the church, in the church, uh, Gastrel and Taylor, as we've gone back in time a little bit, you guys have just entered the choir room. In, in there, it's just like a small wooden extension that was added. There's uh, all the wardrobes where all the choir boys' uh, apparel is in, stuff right. like that. So. Um, uh, D.I. Taylor, uh, should we uh, we head up? I think it's uh, it's at the other end of the church. Right. Uh, right. Yes, it and is. It's a all dark in here. Yes. Right. Was, uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So we're also. Uh, I imagine we're both looking for anything that seems out of place mm -hmm. in the church, like 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 damage or yeah, vandalism. Okay. Yes. So actually, actually, has like, this room does does have like the lights on, but on that low power. Uh -huh. I see. So it's low light. Um, there are two out of the choir room. There are two doors. There's one that leads that leads into like a little corridor where you go up and you're in the organ. And then, but if you go straight on down that way, it brings you out to the uh, open chapel. If you go the other way, it brings you straight out right next to the high altar. So you'd have a direct. Mm. Uh, I'll see view. if I can find the lights, uh, the, the electrical panel and, uh, and get some light in here. Yeah, um, you 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 are at the you are at like the right end of the church for that. It's actually right. down that small corridor where the where the you go up to the organ, just on the side by the steps to the organ is the box. All right. I'm gonna I head through will. to the um, main church area. Okay. Maybe. So Gastrel is your your flicking the switches. Um, Taylor, as you walk in. Do me a spot hidden. Uh, yes, that is a hard success. Okay. Oh no, it's an extreme success. Oh, okay. Yeah, you 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 know the first thing you notice when you go out is there are there are a couple of things knocked over. Not loads of things, just like a couple of like stat like stands and a couple of uh, uh, one of the lectern, like wooden small lecterns, is over, and you can see the uh, left tower door is open at the far end because the lights will have just come right, on. Right, you right, right. Okay, I'm gonna approach the the things that have been knocked over. See if there's anything 
anything to yeah. look at other than yeah. No, it, it just it literally just appeared. It don't appear like they were tossed aside. It just mm, like just okay. a sm- maybe someone's just like given it a small push or someone's been pushed into it. Right. You, you can't really. T- it ha- they haven't gone like flying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In a bit of a scuffle, maybe. Maybe somebody chased him up the stairs. I'm concerned. I see there's a lot of rooms on the first floor of this church. I'm concerned someone might be trying to hide it out because we don't see we don't see any of the doors outside open. So I'll, uh, I'll check them up out, Mom. Oh, um, by now probably uh, PSX Bridge and PC really uh, have stepped into yeah, the church. Yeah, because you will have taken a little bit of time. Yeah, uh, Oxford Brilly, would you have gone straight through the choir into the main church? Through the choir room, or would you have cautiously gone through checking? I mean, as we see lights coming on, I think we'll assume that the interior has been established by us. I think, you know, well announced that we're coming in, so it's not to startle yeah. anybody. Officers, there's a lot of small rooms on this level. Would you please uh, secure them, make sure our perpetrator is not in Certainly. any of them? I'll go with you, uh, D.I. Taylor. Right. Yeah, I'd like to go straight up to the scene. All right. Okay. So you both are heading straight for door. So brilliant Oxford just to get out. So the areas that are like small, like those side rooms, you've got the organ, uh, obviously the room that you just came out of. Um, you have the lady chapel, the library, um, the clergy offices, the shop, a small office that's connected to the shop. And then that that's, they're really the only uh, closed off structures where people could hide off. Are, are they, are any groups of the groups sort of clustered together? Like there's like two or three of the groups on one side and one or two of the rooms on the other side? Or are uh, they all yeah. sort of like... Um, so on the, they're all like, most of the other rooms, all, well actually all of them are by the tower end. Mm-hmm. All of the other rooms are at that end because the end that you're at is obviously where the services take place. So all of the main rooms are, you'd be going the same direction as Taylor and Gastel to get to any of the. I so it looks like some, some are on one side of the door of the main door and the others are on the other side of that main door. I would say I take the left and you take the right. I'd like to also shine my light under the pews as we go and make sure we don't just walk past somebody who's lying down. Yeah, there, there are a lot of pews. I can vouch for thank you. As Brearley does that, as he's looking back and forth up and down the aisles, I'm keeping my eyes forward, scanning back and forth the far end so no one can run across while Constable Brearley is checking the rows out. Okay. Okay, so that's what you two are doing. Uh, Gastron Taylor, at that point, as they're like taking their time going up, you guys will have reached that left the left open door that leads up to the town. Now, can we assume that if we go up this stairs to the tower and down the other stairs, there's no place anyone could hide along the way? There are. There's the where the bell ringers ah. ring. And there's the old staircase that's, that leads up to the very top of the tower. 
but no, you you guys know it's public knowledge that the public aren't allowed up there, and no one re- no one goes up there. Right, Chris, criminals don't follow rules. But. Yeah, because 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 a structure is those steps are very like dangerous to you got okay. you'd be kept cautious to get up there. Uh, to get to that top that top bit, you have to climb two hundred and nine steps. Well, well, we're on our way started. up. Started, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think if I if my if I remember rightly, about uh, as you get to the hundred and eightieth about step, that's where the door to where the bell ringers would go into, and I'll uh, I'll take a look in there, ma'am. Very good, mm-hmm. and I'll keep going up. Okay. Um, yeah. So gastral. As you enter, uh, it, it's a, it's an open space. There's the thirteen bells. Uh, the rope for the bells are nice and neatly knotted, and the other door opposite side doesn't look like it's been disturbed. Okay. I'm looking around with my flashlight, looking up into the the bells. Okay. Do me a spot hidden if you're if you're looking up. Do me a spot hidden. Six is. A pass. Okay. Regular pass. Okay. So as you look up, uh, above where the bows are hanging, uh, the wooden floorboards are a little bit more see-through. Um, and you, you you do notice that there seems to be something there. Like, is it a, is it a book or is it a bit of fabric? You're unsure. There's, you, you, there's you... something up there. You mean in the floorboards of, Just the, of the level above us? Because the floorboards are very thin. They're very thin, and so when the light comes through... I can so see through the cracks. Bit, yeah, so there does seem to be something there, and it goes across a few of the slaps. So, um, I'm going to uh, uh, say rather loudly, uh, uh, D.I. Taylor, uh, I can see the level above us. Uh, uh, there's something that's that's peeking through the uh, floorboards. Uh, be careful. All right, I'll check it out. Um, is there any way to climb up? Is it something hanging through? Uh, no, it's not hanging through. Okay, so I can just see it through the cracks. Yeah, because right. uh, I mean, if you if I've I've been I've been in that room and literally you can see you can see yeah. like. If there, and if there was someone up there, you would definitely be able to see them. Okay. Um, so, but there's no way to climb up to that spot from here. Uh, well, I you would have to go up to I, the next to where. All right, Taylor I go up the now. stairs. All right, yeah. so I'm going to, if I don't see any other unsecured spot in this room, then I'm going to do that. I'm going okay. to follow up behind her. Okay, so. Taylor, you have done the 209 steps. You are there. So how it works is you kind of follow it around. You would you follow it all the way around, and at each side there's like a stretch where it's open. So it is quite it's quite cold, and you will and there is a, there will be a bit of rain. You see it dripping, so it's quite wet. It might be a bit slippery as well. All right. Um, can I see what uh, Gastrol was talking about? 
you'll to get into that little bit there is a door and uh, that door is open so all right yes i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna go through cautiously yeah you you see um yeah because it, it's obvious the floorboards are thing there is a book there um a very okay. thin a very thin book almost right. uh make sure i have gloves on and then i'll pick it up yep uh as you pick it up, closer inspection, it does seem like, because there's a little, like, small bookmark in there, it seems. Maybe it's some, well, it's like, you know, one of those. It's like in the Call of Cthulhu uh, rule the books, ribbon. the red the ribbon ribbons, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it looks, and even if you opened it a little bit, you would see that it's some form of journal or diary. Oh, interesting. Um, all right, I'm going to back out of the room and show this to um, Gastrel as well. Uh, no need mm. to just be standing in the cold. Um, just quick look through, does this look like um, the father's personal journal? Yeah, it, it does. And the funniest thing is it, he's written in all the dates of the days that he would be writing in the diary, but it just, it there's, there's no actual entries written it's just the dates are written just dates uh, just frank dates. you got you got a lighter frank what my flashlight oh no, no like cigarette lighter if i um under the pages yeah anything, yeah uh, anything show up oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you do you you do but again it's not like a diary entry it, it seems to just be words and every so often you'll just see like the dark is coming the dark is coming and it's just in each of these diary entries we'll um examine this back at uh yeah let's yeah let's we can, if he's using lemon juice or, or onion juice then mm -hmm. we can bring that out more clearly uh, and does it keep going up? No, no this is the top. Uh, uh, you, you can go further up to the very top, but that is like the dangerous like, well, stairs to get up there. Let's look at this area and see where we think that he fell from or was pushed from. Okay. So uh, you'll, you'll easily know which side because just looking out, you would definitely know which one's facing the waterfront. So as you guys are on that step, we will... Go down the stairs into the open bit to Uxbridge and Brilly. So, oh, who was the, who? So let's say I'm facing uh, the way that Gastro and Taylor was going. Uh, who's taking the right and who's taking the left again? I suggested that I go down the left. Okay. And scan All right. Okay. So Uxbridge, you will have the shop and the shop's offices. And really, you you will have the clergy like air, the clergy's room, uh, the lady chapel, and then up to the library. What? What is a lady chapel? This is not a familiar term to me. Oh, it, it, it's like it's like it's a small chapel. Uh, we either call it a lady chapel or a small chapel. So it's like it's a private little chapel where sometimes small services will be held, but for like small congregations. And I see. It's not. It's not for ladies. It's just because no. it's a smaller one. It's it's called. Yeah. I see. 
Yeah. And it's uh we we don't do confessionals, but if you were going to maybe want a private chat with the in a more church esque space, this is the place to do it. Gotcha. Um, and I guess and there's nothing under the pews, obviously. No, as you were about nothing under the pews at all. It just, just maybe the old cobweb and you might see a, a small spider. Right. And there's no disorder in particular. There aren't, you know, there isn't a splash of water between no. two rows no. or anything. It's empty and no obvious footprints, obviously. No obvious footprints and all the Bibles and all and all the psalm books are Bibles. neatly under each uh, pew and right. all okay. the uh, Neil stuff is there. Everything's in place. Okay. Nothing I think it seems disturbed on the pew side. So from my approach, the first doors are to the front en entrance foyer. So I'll look in there and double check those doors. Yeah, the uh, front the front entrance is seems fine. Uh, doesn't seem like anyone's come through them because those doors are heavy and they, they are like bolted from this side. So, and they are still bolted. All right. So I'm going to, the Lady Chapel's my next spot. Yeah, um, also, actually, the, where you are now, because I mislabeled it on the map, uh, the library door is actually the closest to you from where you are at the entrance. It's, you're literally, you'd be right next to the library door if you chose to go there. But the Lady Chapel, they're both equal distance from me. Right. So uh, okay, so instead of 15, it should be 11, is that? Um. So no, the the library is literally above the front entrance. It's above the oh, front entrance. I yeah. see, I see. Okay. Uh, oh well, then I'll go up those stairs first. Yeah, it, it's my mislabeling on my right. bizarre map. Um, so yeah, uh, you go up there. There are twenty four steps up there. They're, it's very tight. Mm -hmm. Very tight. You you get up there, and yeah, you just you get in there, and it's just all the books. All the books are there. Uh, there are one thousand. You know, there are one thousand two hundred books there because it's there's literally like they talk about it. You've probably been to the church a few times. You might have been there because you might have been up here because people come up here, tourists. Not even just talk. Just yeah. it's a place to go. And the stump has this numerological motif, like that's part of its character is that yeah. all the numbers mean things. Uh, and the books look in order. There's no, there's stools not knocked over. There's everything's. Yeah, every, everything looks in order. And you, you know, you're not really meant to touch any of the books uh, at all, because they, they stay in that order. They're for viewing. There's a lot of like glass cases with like special Bibles and various scripts there. So it's all, it's like a mini museum of literature almost. So it's a little spooky, but there's not a big pile of blood on the floor or- N No, not a big a, pile of- A smashed glass case and a missing tome. No, no, not, not as, you're, it might be dark or whatever in here, but you're pretty sure there's no smash glass anywhere. But you can you can do me a spot hidden there. 
Uh, 15 is extreme on the dot. Okay, so just by looking, you were looking for anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. And again, a lot of these books don't get touched. So a lot of them are dusty. So mm -hmm. it's, you can easily tell when something's been touched. And there are, on the, on the right side, as you've entered, there's one of the rows of books. There are three books that have clearly been touched because they're not dusty. Hmm. Uh, do they, can I read their spines? Um, there's nothing on the spines. Um, well, nobody can see me. I'm just gonna slide one of the dustless ones out gently. Maybe, maybe a nitrile glove. Yeah, you you'd probably have your gloves on because you're in a you're in a presumed yes. crime scene or like this whole area. Right. Um, yeah, as you as you take them out, if you take all three of them out to check after you check this one, they're they're all blank. There's nothing in them. There's no. It's like someone's just Replace. taken what was ever here and replaced it with a blank book. And they're it, they're leather bound. They match the things around them, but there's just yeah, nothing inside. There's nothing inside. Wow. All right. Well, uh, I will put them back on the shelf, but like out by an inch. Yeah. And you know, make a quick note in my notebook because that's obviously got to be photographed. We've got to find out from whatever authority what books have been stolen. Maybe see if we can tell when. That's okay. That's evidence of a crime, uh, whether it be Hartman's or someone else's. So. Is that something I would, worth radioing into the others inside? Uh, that's it's entirely up to you. Rise the level. Uh, okay, yeah. Somebody uh, there. There appear to be some books that were stolen and replaced in the library. So we should, you know, if we were under any doubt as to whether this was a crime scene, active or otherwise, something something has been uh, somebody's been messing around with things. That's all I found so far. Okay. Roger that. Understood. Over. Are we so, a part of their radio chatter as well? Uh, yeah, you you would have radios as well. Okay. Yours would probably be on your like side boat. Okay. You'd probably have, have a channel set up for the four of you. Just yeah, I didn't intend to include you on that. So we have a, a tight four-person channel established. <laughs> then, then there's probably a couple of other people on the channel. We don't know for sure if it's even related, but. How do you know they were replaced and stolen? Uh, they were uh, clearly uh, interfered with. And upon inspection, I found that they are not books. They are dummies. Oh, odd. Yeah, it, it would probably be an expensive forgery, even though they're blank. Hmm. So it's a pretty strange. And it might be something that Hartman noticed, or you know, who can say? We also found a, a journal that's uh, secure those books because we've we've already found something that uh upon inspection seems to be written in invisible ink um oh. i.e lemon juice um, okay that's interesting maybe they're not blank but they're in disguise in, indeed yeah they're I've, I've sort of tagged them so we can recover them i don't want to carry them around <laughs> yeah that's 
as long as it, uh, you know, as long as it's tagged, as long as you've got you, people know it's there. It's a crime scene. People will come through and check. Yeah. So as long as it's tagged, you know it's all right, and it will get bagged by probably soak soak soccer or someone or another officer at some point. So really, just before, are you then going to go to the Lady Chapel? Yeah, I'll go back down the narrow stairs and 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 next door to the Lady Chapel. Okay. Assuming so, that I don't see, you know, that Oxbridge is across the across yeah, the you, main you, 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 battle with you know. <laughs> fiend. Uh, so Oxbridge, you uh, going yeah. straight across to to the right side, Oxbridge. Um, the closest door to you is the shop, but the, these doors are like so the shop door is here and then the office door is there so it's really up to you which one all right you go for no fingerprints we'll go we'll go to the closest door enter i turn the light switch on if there is one uh, the lights are on because there's um no roof to these buildings so oh, the light from the church doesn't Understood. All right, I take, I step into the closest room first, and I first take a good look around from the doorway, and I step in and I start searching clockwise. Yep. Uh, the shop. Yes. Not going to make you roll anything. The shop is empty. Doesn't seem like anything's happened here. Nothing out of place. Nothing. Nothing of value. No one's hidden behind the counter. Nothing. No storage closet. Uh, nope, there's no storage closet. Anything in the shop, uh, maybe you would know this, maybe you won't, but for purposes, uh, would be kept in the office at the back. There's like a small room at the back of the office that has storage and supplies. Okay, I will go and check that out. Okay. So going, if, if you go out and into the office, yep. um, yeah, someone's clearly been in the office. Straight away, you can tell someone's been here because there's papers spread around. Not like someone's gone and made a mess, just looking at papers, spreading them, trying to find the right one. Okay, so I'll go in. I'll do a periphery look in the office first. There's no one in there or in any hiding place. I first look for that. No, no, no one there. Uh, the storage door is closed, but there is no one. Okay. Yeah. I will go to the storage door though, and because I want to make sure, because anyone can close the door after them, so I'll, uh, I'll open it. Okay. Quick, with you open my it, baton. and it's just boxes of supplies, and uh, you've got like. Uh, Boxes that would have like the pencils that they sell in the shop, the te little stump teddy bears and stuff like that, all, all just in there. It's just boxes and boxes, and you really don't, unless someone was so desperate to climb over these boxes, you'd be able to tell anyway, because there's fit, oh. there's not, none of the boxes are like hard, so you'd be able to tell if someone stepped or climbed over yeah. them. So. so no one's in here from my. No opinion. one's in here. All right, so I'll just close the door. I'll go back. I'll take a look over the spread papers about, see what uh, okay. they might have been, what might have been looked for. As you are looking, do me a power roll. 
Oh, no, not a spot hidden. I was hoping a spot hidden. <laughs> oh, no, I got a 96. It's okay. Good. Okay. Um, so you are looking at these papers, and all of a sudden, in your right ear, there's just a loud female scream in your ear. And it, and it really hurts. It's almost like your ear's about to burst and blood's ah. going to pour, but it doesn't, it doesn't burst. And then it, the scream, you, you can even hear it disappear because the church, there's an echo and you just hear it slowly fade away. Did, did it sound like the scream that uh, uh, Brerley and I heard outside? You're, you're kind of, you're unsure because two different sets of acoustics, you're kind of unsure. So, oh God, uh, really, really, where did did you uh, get a location on her scream? Did I hear only his scream or you, hers? You only hear him. So if he let out a scream, you heard, or like a, you only heard yeah. him. I yeah I uh, I I heard you Oxbridge is everything all right? Yeah, there was a, a loud shrieking, piercing scream in here. Uh, a lady. Just, uh, just now, you didn't hear it. It was no, really loud. I thought I heard you cry out. Uh, nothing else. Uh, detectives, did you hear a, a female scream? Did we? No. No, nothing up here. Nothing up here. Yeah, it uh, sounds like uh, Uxbridge, it must have been something that seemed loud because it was close to you. Uh, should I come over? Yeah, perhaps if if you are done with your search, uh, come over here. I'm in, in the uh, office area next to the storage room right now. I mean, there's there's more rooms over here, but I don't mean I can keep an eye on them. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come over and see. So yeah, uh, really, you, it, it doesn't take you long to get over there. You get over there and yeah, so you're both in there. There's papers on the desk. And if you open the drawers, there's like uh, ledgers with in financial information and stuff like that. But it doesn't seem like anything of interest here. Nothing that would, because you know, you know from what, the reverend said to you that he was looking. He was looking for something important, important of some kind. It doesn't seem like there's anything that he would be looking for. There's nothing addressed to him. Nothing addressed. It's all financial stuff. I in the store is not like there aren't big tickets items here, right? They're selling tourist items. Yeah, tour, tourist tourist. In a good week, it's you know fifty pounds might pass through this office. Yeah, and. Also, they here they keep minor finances for the entire like church. The main finances and stuff are all done in the bigger offices, which are Cross, in yeah. the vicarage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's obviously nobody hiding who could have screamed. No, uh, no. How does how does William Uxbridge seem? Does he seem shaken? Uh huh. Just a pro, just a little shaken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I wonder if there isn't something. Could you have triggered an alarm or something? And that's what we heard. Could there be some wire? To, but I don't know why I wouldn't hear it. Yeah, maybe. I'm. I mean, I've. I'm not prone to, to, uh, 
hear Lady screams. I was pretty certain I heard. It was really loud and, and deafening to me. Was it like an angry scream or a terrified scream or a scream of attack? Terrified. I don't know if you can. Terrified scream. Yeah, terrified. It's terrified screen. It's really I, odd. No one else heard it though. Yeah, there hasn't been any thunder just lately, right? We didn't miss it under thunder. No, no, no. The thunder is very far and few between. So. Um, all right. Well, uh, I haven't done the Lady Chapel or the or the Vicar's office yet. If you want to, if you're done on this side, we can go together. Yeah, you are basically done on that side, so really concerned about that scream I heard, but uh, I mean, it's, there's no, so I listen extra hard. And, and do I hear anything else in the background? Any movement? Just, just a rain and maybe chatter outside. Yeah. If the police are being, because they might be speaking a bit louder, the officers outside. So you might hear that, you might not. Very uncanny. Well, let's, let's continue with our search. If I'm the okay. only one, if, if we, if another screen comes out and I'm the only one hearing it, I, I don't know. I, I might need, I might, <laughs> I might need a vacation. So as, you, as you guys are walking that to back to the other side, as you walk past the left entrance of the tower, we go through the entrance and all the way up to the top, and we are back with Gaston Taylor. Says that he heard a scream. That's odd. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear anything. I didn't at all. hear anything. <sighs> um, so, so is there any evidence of a scuffle or? So, what you see, you don't. It's starting to like drip, but there's no need. You you both are keen investigators. You've been doing this for a while. Your rank says everything. Um, you do see there is blood. There's like a line of blood directly in the middle. As if he was dragged and thrown no, it, over? It, yeah, it's, it's on the balcony bit. Like there's yeah. a line of blood on the balcony. Okay. Uh, oh, where he bit. went over. Yeah. So he oh. was bleeding before he went over. Yeah. And it's a, that's an, a good assumption to make. We should have Soko do ballistics in this area. See if he yeah. was shot. See if the if there's any evidence on the body. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, but by now, by now you've been here a little while. You you will have had over the radio that Soko are like fifteen for twenty minutes away, fifteen yeah. twenty minutes. That's fine. Um, is there anything else that can be gleaned from this uh, scene here? Do me a forensics roll, both of you. You do, you both, it's in the. Uh, oh, sciences. I see it. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll spend two luck to pass. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, that's a fail. Okay. So, uh, Taylor, you're. you're having a keen eye on this. You're looking over, you're looking on the floor. Gastrol. You actually come to real you, you you look at it how it how he's fallen and then then you then you're kind of looking up you're an investigator 
And how it how it goes up is there's quite a gap between. So if someone so if someone was to fall from up there, it's not that high of a drop. You wouldn't die. You might be knocked unconscious from that drop. But right. it it would look like that someone if they fell from there would. It looks like someone like a head gash. And from the length of the blood, it looks like someone's head. Like, so like somebody, like somebody was up higher and they fell and they hit this, and then you wouldn't think it was a body, but if someone like cracked their head on it, maybe or something. You're, you, it's more speculation than anything. It's more no, it's, you theorizing. Um, should we go to the top? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, I'm also thinking um, if somebody murdered him, what motivation? We need to go through his office and all the right, paperwork right. and, yeah. and, and see if there's something go to funny the, going on. Yeah, we vicarage across the street, see if there's any financial information right. we can find out. Right. right. Okay, let, yeah, let's let's keep going up. Yeah, you, you both know that by the morning the uh, other reverence will be available for speaking yeah, right. The correct people who are in, like notable people in the church, will be available for right. interviewing. Um, so yeah, uh, you get to. There's only one door that leads up to there, and it is it's closed, not not locked because because going past going past it, uh, there's like a gap in the stairs anyway. So the stairs is kind of crumbled so no one is gonna go up there and it does say do not enter on the door but the door is unlocked um all right i i'm a size 65 what size are you (laughs) i am 50. yeah so you're the smaller lighter one Mm -hmm. yes i do be be careful ma'am yes thank you astral okay so rebecca as you're going up there do me a dex roll for me. You're falling down 200 and some odd feet up. Just a regular success. Okay, yeah. It, it does for a little while feel like you could feel that you're going to fall through because you, you can feel like the crumbling stone mm-hmm. underneath. But you get up there. Gashel's probably best you stay back there. Um, when you get up there, you are another landing that leads to a ladder. That then there's like a hatch that you go to the top. Um, uh, is there anything to see around this, or is it just the ladder going straight up? As you as you look around, it's an open it's an open area other than the ladder. It does seem there's like a few rags and blankets up here. Like like someone was staying up here like signs of inhabitants or something like that or yeah almost like what you would see a homeless person with a fr- uh gastro i think we might have had a squatter up here really yeah was, I, if you want to try to come up here just be careful watch your footing um i'll i'll be very very cautious to move forward testing each step Okay, if you're being extra cautious, you can do me a dex with a bonus die. What is my dex? Oh, there it is. 
Uh, well, the first one's a pass. Yeah, so I'm cool. Okay. Yeah, you 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 you're going up there slowly, but you you get up there. And uh, yeah, you you'll see what Di Taylor saw. Is it just blankets and rags? Is there any personal belongings other than that? No, no personal belongings. Just blankets and rags, and it and the blankets do look like they have been used as like hairs on there and stuff like that. Um. I'll look around the area thoroughly. Are we still not quite at the top? Right, you gotta go. The you gotta go up the ladder. Yeah, there's still the ladder. <coughs> it's dusty up here. It's very dusty up here. You would be surprised. That's the what the thing that's surprising both of you is if someone has been up here. One, how they got away with it, and two, it's so dusty up here. You would. You, you could possibly like pass out or something. Well, is there, is there evidence that yeah, there's dust on the, the ground that's been yeah. moved and the the floor isn't dust it isn't dusty. So okay, that so kind of something's been moving around. But right. there are cobwebs and like the side there's on like the little indents in the walls, there's like thick bits of dust on there. I don't like the looks of this. I don't either. Was the priest keeping somebody up here? What? Quasimodo. <laughs> what to what purpose? I would I would more believe someone was hiding up here uh, before I'd think the father was keeping someone up here. Oh, let's see what's the next. Yeah, let's let's keep going up. Okay, so climbing up the ladder. Uh, yeah. It will, you will have to go obviously single row and you'll have to wait until someone's open, open right. the hatch and that. So, I want a, whoever's going up first a dex followed by a strength roll. All right, uh, Gashwell, let me let me take this one. So I'll catch you if you fall. Yeah. Cheers. We'll both, go, we'll both go through the Do floor. I need to make the strength roll? Because I failed the dex roll. <laughs> hey, if you, you're kind of full. You, we'll say that you didn't get too far up and you just fall, like stumble back. Ah. Uh, uh, Gashel, maybe you're a bit steadier on your feet. All right. I'll have a go at it. Okay. 22. Okay. And then I need a strength roll? Yeah, strength roll. So yeah, you're, you're up there, but this is an old hatch. Right, twenty-eight really? out, twenty-eight out of sixty-five. So that's a hard. Yeah, you, yeah, no, no issue. You push that up, and yeah, you're instantly hit with rain. Oh, okay. So we're outside. Yeah, um, yeah, the very top. I'm going to poke my head out and look around, see if there's something about to rip my head off. Okay. As you as you get there, as you're looking out, do me a power roll for me. Both of us are just. Uh, just Gastro, because he at the minute he's just poking, poking. Um, well, I got a fifty-seven out of fifty-five. Okay. I I could spend two luck just to keep from losing my brains. <laughs> I think I will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you you barely pass, but so you 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 look up and you you don't get any but just like a bit of wind 
comes by and the rain hits your face and in that wind like actually like there's whispers going past you are you going through your ear and it's just like i didn't do it i'm moving to california uh, <laughs> 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 uh nothing up here mom uh, and i'm going to Come back inside and close the hatch. Okay. Uh, okay. Um. Did you hear anything, ma'am? No, just the rain and the wind. All right. Let's um. Should we tag up with the boys downstairs? See if they uh, found anything. Yeah. Let's go down the other stair just in case the guy's hiding halfway down. Let's do that on that stair. Okay. Yeah, you, you guys will go down with without no issue you'll be checking and it doesn't look like someone's been down here. Okay. And when you get down there, the door is locked, but you can actually unlock it from this side. Okay. So without having to use a key, you can unlock it from this. Sure. So yeah, you guys you guys will get through, but before that, going back in time a little bit and back down the stairs. And across you guys are Uxbridge and really you are kind of just at the intersection where you can go to either of the doors, either the clergy room or the lady chapel. Uh, is it, it's, there's room for two people easily in both. Uh, yeah, the, let's, the, let's, the lady let's, chapel's big. Let's take the lady chapel first, but keep an ear out in case, because we're running out of hiding places. Yeah. And we have no Precise. reason to believe that anybody got out. Okay. Uh, so, are there candles lit in the Lady Chapel and a strange scent of incense? Um, there is a, as you go into the Lady Chapel, there is a weird smell. Mm. Oh, and weird. A, a, you can't quite place the smell. And there seems to be no light in here other than candles. But when you look at the candles, they seem to be flickering off and on. The, the, the actual lit candles. The flame oh, seems to be yeah. going out. And then coming back. God, I... Oh, that's really weird. Is there a draft in this room? It, yeah, there, there is a draft, but it, it's not like a big draft, not something to cause all like, there's probably like 30 candles in here. And they're lit. Yeah, all of them are lit. And so how this room is, so as you go in, to the right, there's, uh, there's some pews and uh, like some bookshelves and then to the left it goes uh, across a bit and there's some more pews and that's where the altar is, the small altar in here is mm -hmm. and on kneeling on the altar is a hooded figure hmm. and you oh. hear you start to hear weeping okay batons out uh, is this weeping stand male or female? Female. Uh, miss, are you in distress? <laughs> do, do you know about the Reverend Miss? And just more crying. And then you hear a, a small shot, maybe a baby crying as well. From Coming, her direction? Yeah, from her direction. 
uh, is radio to the general channel. Uh, we have uh, a hooded figure in the Lady Chapel. Um, and Make sure she doesn't get away. Possibly two. Yeah, at uh, this point, you guys are probably about halfway down the flight of stairs. Like we're on our way down. There's only one uh, door into this room, correct? There's no other way out? Yeah, there's only, there used to be another door, but that got sealed off a lot. Well, it no longer exists, basically. Okay, that I'm, door. I'm standing by the door, so I'll actually physically actually block the door. Okay. And I'll, I'll tentatively and slowly approach the figure on their left side. Okay. Just trying to make soothing noises, like, you know, uh, whatever happened, you know, we're, uh, the police are here. Uh, as, you, as you get closer and as you start talking more soothly, the crying starts getting quieter and then it stops. As you reach the figure, the crying stops. Human and infant? Yep. Both. Uh, Miss, do you need any assistance? No response. I'm like trying. I don't want to be like holding a baton <laughs> over this weeping figure's head, but I'm certainly holding it straight arm with my right hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, in case she turns around, you know, and she's acid. As you're close to, you're like very close to her. Yeah, I'm leaning in. You, you feel cold very cold hmm. um, and this figure is silent and 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 quiet yeah and now that you're close you do see there's some slight like a tiny bit of rocking uh-huh um uh we can get uh we can get some blankets for you um we can have an ambulance if you uh if you require um uh, 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 on PC Brearley, Miss. Um, who, who are you? Again, just no response. And the, it, it, it's almost the, the whole, actually, it, it is dead silent for just, it's, it's still raining outside, you can see it, hearing, but the whole room is silent. Even to you, Uxbridge. The, just this chapel is silent. Okay, uh, gently reaching out with my left hand to put it on her shoulder. Okay, as as you as you do that, you notice your hand starts to sink through her shoulder. Okay, that's a couple steps back. And then she like instantly turns around and. You just see this pale face, almost like disfigured, and this like skeleton that she's rocking. It's not even in blankets, it's like a skeleton of a child. And she just jumps into your face and you can almost feel her go straight through you and you just get a sense of cold. And Oxford, you will see this figure go straight through Brearley and then just vanish in front of you. Really? Brilly, you start to bleed from your nose. So I, I, I rush over to Brilly. Does Did the uh, suspect, lady suspect disappear? Just 
to you, Oxford, because Brilly was still facing, not wasn't facing her. You were the only one, and she vanished in front of you. Yeah, I'll, I'll rush over to uh, to uh, Brilly. Sanity rolls from both of you. Dear Lord, you don't say. Thirty on the button. I think I passed it. That's twenty-two. That's yeah. That's a good solid pass. Yep, pass. One d four. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and I assume that I'm also chilled to the core. Yeah, you, you, for for like the next hour, you will be very cold. You will, you will want to wrap up. I rolled a one, but I think I'm going to take two because that's just silly. Okay. Nobody is so stable. <laughs> Although, now should I roll my occult skill? And sud suddenly the noise is back in there. You can hear the rain. And the, can the candles are not lit and the light's actually on in this room. Well, and there's not even any smoke from the candles, I assume. No, no smoke. Yeah. And that weird smell has disappeared. Well, Uxbridge, I think we found your screamer. My God, it, it was like a ghost. She just disappeared. It, like, what's? I'm I'm going over to like with her trajectory through Brerley, just in disbelief, searching the area. Nothing. Nothing. Not a not a not a trace. This can't be. Yeah, this was just like a ghost. My God, are you okay, Brerley? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, did you see the? Did you see her baby? Did you see her face? I just saw she was ghostly white and kind of skeletal and she just looked like she went right through you and disappeared. She went right through uh, me. At this point, Gastrel and Taylor, you will have come down the right stairs. Okay. Did they say they were in the Lady Chapel? Yeah. You okay. you you will you will see that the doors open. And because right, yep. there's a few because there are windows into there, you might even see them. Just there. Okay. Oh. See any? Where's this hoodie figure they're talking about? Let's go see. Yeah, yeah. Detectives in the Lady Chapel uh, uh, suspect is, is missing. Uh, not sure. Uh, come in here when you can. Over. Missing. What do we yeah. say? You are now all together. You. Right. I'll just say that you're all together. Now you said she was there. Yes, yeah, she was. She was. So. Uh. uh uh, uh, William, uh, what do you say I try to describe for the uh, detectives what I think I saw? Maybe we should even separate and do it because you guys are going to think that we're insane or we're yeah, good drinking, idea. drinking brandy in I'll, our coffee I'll before our shift. I'll step out and cover both exits of the uh, staircases while you uh, talk to the investigators. Okay. The and, and in the Lady Chapel, I will lay... Yeah. what I remember. And the, you say that the entire room was different, though. It had candles lit and... The overhead light was, was, was yeah, the candles were lit. They didn't smell like candles. It smelled like... What should I... What did it smell like? You Just, can't even describe and, what it smelled like. Yeah, it, didn't, it smelled unnatural. The room was unnaturally cold. Uh, we approached the figure in a, you know, an appropriate fashion. Uh, and it, the figure quieted. It seemed to be a woman holding an infant. 
but when it turned around, the face was pale and deformed and the infant was a skeleton, not even a dead infant. Sweet. But it, then it just went right through my body. It just went right through a me. ghost. We're, we're chasing <laughs> ghost stories now. Are there are there other ghost stories associated with this church? Uh, really, you can do an occult roll. You you guys know the basic story, but I'll just uh, some basic stories. But I will. Since I happen to be have an interest, uh, that's a pretty that's a significant enough fail that I'm not gonna. I don't. It doesn't. And honestly. You know, I wouldn't want to be the one who knew the tale of the, <laughs> um, but I would like, you know, I like, I'm going to just ask the detectives, like, you know, we haven't got any reason to concoct a crazy story. I just want you to go and ask him what he saw because it, because otherwise I'm going to feel like I'm crazier than I Have do. we finished securing this level? The only or thing the... is that is the, uh, is the vicar's office room. next door. Yeah. Um, the clergy room. Yeah. Clergy room. Uh, and nobody's been in there, so you know it can wait. So just as a quick uh, thing, so the one story you do know, uh, as I would have given you more details on it, obviously if you're pastoral, but the one thing you do know is the Grey Lady is something that supposedly haunts the the church. Was the cloak grey? Uh, yeah, it was. It was grey. There was. Basically, just old, whole gray, the pale face was gray. And well, we have reason to believe somebody was up in the tower, but uh, let's um, we need to check the office. Yeah, and I'd like to speak with Uxbridge, but yeah, both of those. Let's do that. So I'll, I'll head to the office. Okay. So the, the, the yeah. So the clergy room, clergy office bit is like right there. Um, going in there, if anyone follows you, it's literally all that's in there is there's a desk, there's a computer, there's uh, a toilet, like toilets, a couple of uh, toilet cubicles, like in a separate room smaller room and then there's just all it's like the choir room there's all like the clergy outfit uh apparel in there. Well, i want to i want to look through his things maybe see if i can gain access to his computer um to find out if he's somebody bumped him off because he's illegally gambling or something who knows okay so uh, look looking in here it, do, it he does have uh, the Reverend does have like a space for his stuff, but it doesn't seem like he keeps it in the clergy room. Okay. Probably need to go to the vicarage for that. Yeah. Well, on top of the vicarage, you know that the curate, uh, the curate uh, James Vogel, lives in the smaller vicarage, which is the one across the way. Okay. You you know that Hartman lives. Hartman lives in the other vicarage on church street which is like a five minute walk maybe maybe 10. i have to do all that in the morning when we can <sighs> what time are are there services in the morning or 
Is this not Sunday um, or? It's not. It's not Sunday, so there won't be. Uh, there, there, it does open for the public, but obviously it won't because it's a crime scene. Right. But there'll there'll be definitely people around tomorrow. And you have on news that Soko are here, or are just turning up, so they will start getting their things and heading we'll out. We'll definitely have to uh, go to the vicarage and talk to the people that knew him and mm. got a lot of interviews. Aside from the body, I'll direct Soko upstairs where there's blood trail and yeah. Okay, so just uh, so outside of uh, of, a poli- of the other constables and that, I've set up a tent with the bodies under, and they've covered the mm-hmm. they've covered the body as well. So and Soko are here. They're in like their white. Right, right. Uh, we should we should have a look at the body too before we go. But uh, yeah, I'll just briefly segue back to that. Even on the computer, because you said you would, because there is a computer in there, you found right. nothing. It's just basic, okay. just basic stuff for basically emails for the clergy. Maybe the head, um, uh, the head, oh, forgotten his name, but does one of the higher ups that isn't a vicar or like isn't a vicar probably uses this and not actually the reverence themselves. Okay. Um, go ahead. Well, I, I, I'm interested in going to the area, the, the 1200 books library. And, uh, with this recent experience of a ghost, which is it's just blowing my mind, I'd like to look through there. Is there anything about the gray lady, the gray ghost, anything in there, any lore, any, anything that might cover that? Um, the, only thing, the only stuff that you think be, that would cover it, is anything anything on the uh, on the occult or re, or in religious myths and stuff like that. But there don't seem to be any books because there's like a little glossary kind of thing. Might. I'll even, I don't, I haven't actually been to that library and I haven't actually ever been up in the library there, so I don't know. But we could just say that maybe there's a tablet that you can turn on and there's like a glossary of what books should be where. And <laughs> we can just say that you should uh, skim through it. Do me um, an intelligence roll, we'll say. Intelligence? And yeah, intelligence. Ooh, 37, I sure hope that's a pass. Yeah, good. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure you're all quite. You're all quite intelligent. No sergeant with under. (laughs) Yeah, you 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 skim through, and you're going ultra fast through because there's a lot of button text to look through, and you do notice that there are three books that correspond in the order to the three blank books that Brearley. Found. Oh, oh! Someone was onto this. Maybe the Reverend was trying to figure out what's going on. I point this out to everyone, to uh, detectives, and of course my my partner, Constable Burley. Do you think there's a correlation, uh, detectives? I don't know. It seems like it. As it's crazy all, as the story sounds, we we saw this. It's all it's all information that we need to be keeping track while well, we are keeping track of it 
and see if something comes together to explain what, what happened here. Good to know these, these uh, what, what the titles are that are remote. missing. Uh, and of course, we're going to, you know, does, we... it, does it say in the, um, in the uh, directory, the tablet, um, like the titles of the books, probably? Would that um, be there? Could we at least jot yeah, that down or take a screenshot of it? Yeah, um, they're actually free books that were submitted to the collection by Hartman himself. And they are actually, as you can see, they are all in German. Because Hartman's German and he comes from a German family. They moved here like 50 <gasps> years ago. I just happened to speak a little bit of well, as a Dutch. Well, as a German and French are taught in the schools in Boston, so I think that most schools are taught uh, German or French. So uh, that's, that's just to explain why you have <laughs> the, those. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, you would speak basic, you would understand basic, You not, maybe even not basic. You might understand quite a bit, some complex, because schools go into quite a bit of detail to try and learn uh, how to have a good conversation and bits and bobs in German. So, yeah, you, you, you could, if you could find them, you think you might be able to Yeah, the important understand. thing is that when they're blank books, it doesn't matter what language they used to be written in. Uh, we know their titles, yeah. right? We we uh, we know their titles, and and we know what year they're from originally. That the books that Hartman um, contributed. Yeah. You know that they are from. Well, it doesn't it doesn't say the years, but it just says sixteenth century. I certainly hope they're not unspeakable. Yeah, they're and only German. But uh, does this looks like it, it's been recently ransacked in here and books removed, right? Yeah, this doesn't look like it's missing for a long time. But this, I mean, I, I've like, left it. I've left it for Soko to like do close to tail. But as far as I can tell, those were the only books in here that had been disturbed. Yeah, you, I'm not you, sure you can tell how long ago it's been, except that they weren't dusty. You all know that so Soko might might it's a push they might be able to tell you at least the time frame of when they could have been removed taken they can't give you a specific because of just how it is but they so, can give you like a loose so what do we have so far we have books that have been stolen and replaced with blanks we have a priest who has been possibly murdered and pushed out of the uh, the tower but apparently maybe he climbed up to the higher level and then slipped and hit his face or his head on the ball on the the balcony and then hmm. fell interesting evidence we have of a squatter have evidence of a squatter and we have some sort of haunting we have the journal which we need to uh We'll probably I, pop that in the oven and it'll uh i'm wondering the, if we the gave the same will. treatment to the books if they had um, let's bring the books but my guess is the books are are so that nobody notices that the books have been stolen right right I, well detectives i, I want to also 
put forth uh, um, before we saw what appeared to be the ghost. I, I heard a, a shrieking, piercing yell. No one else heard it. And I know it sounds crazy. You know, I've had 20 plus years on the force. <sighs> I've not, I'm not prone to this. No one else heard this apparently. But have any of you heard any anything it, bizarre or strange? It, it's, it's a creepy old church and sometimes we we hear things, but you've seen a, a female ghost. It sounds ridiculous to say, but maybe she's the one who screamed, if only you could hear it. I'll admit that when I climbed up into the, the top of the tower and poked my head out into the open air, the wind distinctly had a sound as if it was whispering. Um, I don't know if it was an illusion or if I'm just creeped out. But, yeah, something very strange is going on here. I'd really like to see those books, see uh, what's in them. Well, let's and see what Soho, Ahsoka has to say once we get the forensic back on the body. Um, and uh, We're still only, you know, probable that it's even Hartman's body. I mean, that was based entirely on his clothing. Because they should be able to tell us. They'll check. Yeah, uh, they'll know. Taylor, um, you, also, you didn't Taylor? You wanted to do a quick examination of the body as well. Yes, uh, I don't want to fuss around with it. Let Soko do their jobs, but at least have a look at it. And it's also I want to reiterate to the uh, detectives that the uh, office across had been searched in some kind of mm. sloppy fashion, like it had been disturbed. So it's not, even though we found no person that was tangible, uh, you know, in addition to the three books being replaced, there was also some other kind of, I don't want to say ransacking, but mucking about, whether that was Hartman himself looking for something or some intruder that got out. But we also you, saw that there were some things that looked like they were knocked over. You two were on patrol this evening, right? Yeah. Did you yes. did you see Father? Did you see the Father Hartman? Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we generally do. Yeah, around right. it was what around eleven thirty uh, p.m. That's Nothing right. seemed weird. Yeah. Um, no, no. The only exceptional thing was that instead of being on his way home, he was on his way. He said to look at some files. Yeah. Then uh, then it started to pick up and rain. We. Uh, uh, we did hear a scream. It sounded like a woman's scream in the direction of the water side. Of Is the, it like the, the scream you heard earlier, Uxbridge? I tried to piece them together. I'm not fully certain if it was the same, but I'm not certain that it wasn't either. Mm. Not, but uh, the constable and I searched the area, uh, and during that search, that's when the, uh, the body fell. Okay. That's also when uh, shortly thereafter, um, actually almost immediately, Constable Brayley uh, uh, spotted that uh, that cloaked figure up at the top. Mm. Before the body hit the ground, did did he yell? It was raining pretty hard, but no, we I mean we were we were looking around for a possible source of the scream when the body. Well, not just, not just that scream, but I'm thinking that if if anybody fell from that height, 
and was conscious, they'd have a good, good, good scream before they hit the ground. It is yeah. hard for me to believe uh, that anybody, even a willing suicide, would be able to hold in a scream when falling from a height like that. I'm wondering if he hit the banister and knocked himself unconscious and fell, and that it was more of a slip than a suicide. Might he have brought those three books up there to read them for some reason up there? We and didn't then see got any. frightened by maybe what he read and then ran, hit himself in the head and fell. Found his personal journal. No other books up there. He found his I, journal. I don't think anybody would take a multiple hundred year old volume, volume out to a high place in the rain to read it. There'd be no reason to. Could the the, the fact that his, I'm sorry. Could the scream have been a, a witness that saw him fall the first time before when you guys arrived on the scene, then he fell the second time down to the ground? Do we have any witnesses? It was so late at night. How far apart was the scream and the priest hitting the ground? Seconds. No, a good, a good few minutes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so the scream the didn't scare the priest and make him fall. Okay. Yeah, we, we heard the scream. We went to investigate. Uh, we spent a couple minutes searching. Okay. And then the body fell. Well, it's highly suspicious that um, is he the reverend, we should call him the reverend, that the reverend is keeping a journal in invisible ink because he doesn't want anybody to accidentally read it. We might find out some very disturbing things about him. Because why else do it? If he was translating the mysterious book, why would he have donated it to the library? And what books did it replace? They always have 1,200 volumes. Is there any way for us to find out what those books are? I mean, do we know what they are? You just know that books in German that he brought here, um, there wasn't any specific information on them, unlike other volumes. So maybe he just donated them there without providing much information. And maybe no one spoke enough German to and just left him because he, he was loved by a lot of people. So they just. And nobody like wrote down the titles of the books that he had. There are titles in German. So okay. could we. We could maybe, would we be able to maybe look up on, uh, on our, uh, yeah, you, you have on phones, our cell yeah. phones, just what they might be. I mean, actually, you detectives probably know some sites that are probably better for this sort of thing. Well, and I speak right. German too, so. I was about yeah. to say, can someone translate these titles? Yeah, um, yeah. So, I could, I could just say between between you all, some of you will know. I think two or three of you know German. I've got. Uh, 35 percent so oh yeah excuse me i'm just 20. um so one of the books i'm going to butcher this name uh was called the history of fry has uh fry house garden i i will type it out later it's okay. it's a town in germany frau blucher <laughs> <laughs> fry house something um the other the other book was called the dark that wapes 
dark that waits. Der Dunkelheit, der Dunkelheit fast bleibt oder wartet. The, the, um, the Reverend mentioned something about the darkness in his journal. Hmm. And then the other one was uh, the, basically the German Guide to the Occult. Das German Guide to the Occult. <laughs> yeah. Half. <laughs> what was the first one again? The first one was that difficult light name. That yeah, the uh, the history of village. Fry, yeah, I'll, oh, I'll make sure to type it in chat. Like, but yeah, those are the three books. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, right, so they were unusual books. But he brought yeah. them into the church library and then he, they were replaced and now the only one that seems in place there is the german guide to be a cult that, that might be other two don't seem to fit the theme of the other anthologies like they don't yeah hmm. Hmm. very strange do we know hmm. anything about father hartman other than he, that he was loved german uh, but the basic knowledge is his family moved here about 50 years ago. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he was he was born he was born here. Okay. So well, how old nice. he, was, he was here for 10 years. How old a fellow was he? He he was 49 years old. His 50th was coming up. And he his whole family converted to Anglicanism? Uh, yeah, they all uh, his his father was one of the reverences. Oh, oh, and he didn't, but he didn't marry himself. Uh, no, he didn't marry. Uh, Hartman did not marry himself. No. Yeah, we we've known him for some time. He, we see him all the time on the beat, and he's always seemed to be a very pleasant, uh, level-headed gentleman. Well, the investigation begins. We have to do research on the backgrounds of all of this. Yeah. 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 Perhaps he came from Pfeiffen, Hooven, Hassen, Pfeiffen. Yeah. How does um, how does the body look? Just a cursory. Right, and is there um, any so initial Soko report that they give the detectives? Uh, so Soko have like just got there. They probably got a co sure. like coffee. They are kind of trying to wake up. They they've set their get. They're still setting up properly. Um, they say they'll they'll have everything done by the morning there's n nothing much you guys can do today they they just suggest you go get sleep um but taylor as you were doing a cursory glance do me a forensics anyone else who wants to do a cursory yeah. glance or whatever or like a quick i will spend luck on that to make it a regular success 67 out of 70. so it's wet and it's rainy and it's dark and it's I'll, I'll I'll take a look at it. Okay, so Taylor, oh, you succeeded. Oh, three. And Oxbridge is on her up. Um, Taylor, you you kind of notice the stuff that you notice is um, as, as I said, you guys will have seen this man. Obviously, Oxbridge and Brilli are a bit more common, but he's he he seems a very devout Christian gentleman. Uh, 
You seem to have a lot of you roll up and you seem to have a lot of tattoos that you've never seen before, like just on his arm, like upper upper arm. Oh, because he had it because he had sleeves down. There was some tattoos there. Take a I've, picture of that. I'm uh, wondering if the clergy don't allow something like that. I know the Catholics don't. Priests are supposed to be. What are the nature of these tattoos? Um. So, they're they're all like black, like tentacle esque tattoos. There's no like. There don't seem to be anything else. They just seem to be like these cir circular black tentacles that kind of drizzle down like a like a going into a snake like some sort of tribal tattoo yeah kind of hmm. maybe something that you oh. would get if you were you might see reason people who are inducted into something or as I said a tribal or even a clan or a, an organization well let's let's do some research but maybe he was in the war maybe he was in some situation before he became a priest. Uxbridge. Um, a cross around his neck. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Uxbridge. Yeah. Uh, to answer that question, yes, he did. There is a cross. But the cross is kind of now wedged into his. Right. Head. Right. Right. Okay. Um, but Uxbridge, you notice, you kind of. Taylor's looking at arms. You, you turn his face, and obviously you see it squished in, and it looks awful. But you notice that. In his eyes and mouth and nostrils, there seems to be like this slimy goo on it. It's not, it's not goo, it's, and it's not snot, but it, it, it's just slight. it's like a slimy substance. Oh, that's very weird. I point that out to, uh, to uh, Detective Inspector Taylor right away. I'll take a quick snapshot of that too. Well, and Soko is here, right? So yeah, yeah. let's let's leave that get, up to them. Get some okay. get some right. samples of this for sure. Uh, I, I, I will do. We we, we will do. Um, uh, as a, as a, as a, as we said, um, it will take a little while. Um, we'll we'll get reports to you and I think in the morning. But may it, it, it's late. You guys look exhausted. Some of you look a bit shaken. Maybe. We're going to have to go to the uh, vicarage tomorrow anyway and tell them what happened. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh and detective, um, our inspector, uh, uh, our chief inspector has assigned us to assist you in any way for, uh, for this investigation. All right. Well, should we meet back up here tomorrow? Yes, I think that'll, it's a good, it's a good place to start so first thing. Look around the grounds in the daylight. That's, that's the name. That's the name of the town. High House Garden. Unless we should meet at the station because there might be reports for you there from Soko, or or will those likely. all just be digitally available uh, to you? Likely, they'd be at the station. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Soko, they. they if it was a, a minor case, they would probably send it to like your work email, like your in database email. But stuff like this, especially if it seems suspicious, it will be done in reports and 
put we'll, on the DI's desk. We'll have a, a, a briefing at 8 a.m. at the police station of what's yeah. going on. Yeah, that'll give you guys a few hours a few hours sleep and just to chill. Excellent. You might not even sleep, but oh, I'll sleep. <laughs> um so you you're all at your homes or flats or whatever. Um and you are all asleep. Can you do me power rolls or Oh no. <laughs> Ninety-one. Oh. <laughs> okay. Four is a ooh is a fail also. <laughs> Twenty-two is a hard success. Okay. It's a good thing I rolled for that forensics because that was a ninety-two. So I got that out of the way. Brilly and Taylor, you you actually considering you don't have much sleep, you have a have a nice enough sleep and Brilly. Oh, I failed. Kind of you failed. I what failed you, badly. What did you? Oh, I thought. I thought you said you got an O two. No, ninety five. Oh, 95. Oh my god! I thought I heard like the O2. one with the ghost that ran through them is fine. <laughs> so every, everyone else just emptied of spirit. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you're just so exhausted, really, that your mind just relaxed. So, Uxbridge, what was your failure? Failure. Uh, 64 Uxbridge. out of 60. Gastro, what was yours? It was in the 90s. I bumped okay. my dice, so I don't remember. Okay, so Uxbridge, um, you 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 kind of have a you have a rest you you, you have a rest this night. You night you wake up a couple of times, and again you get these like little whispers in your ear, just random phrases, and you you can't quite elaborate on what they're saying but that's what's keeping you awake for most of the night gastral and taylor you are dreaming you are asleep you are dreaming um and you both find yourselves in a dark space a very dark space and you find yourself like floating forwards and you Come into a, a cavern, a very dark cavern. And then you see this black mass in front of you, and you see a flicker of something in the center of this black mass, like something's about to open. But before it opens, you both awake to this loud scream. It's like scream of this woman saying, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't hurt him. I tried to help him, please. It's, oh, this cursed place. And then silence. And then you wake up. Well, you're awake, yeah. you're shaken, you won't fall asleep again. And then it, then we'll, you're all at the office at 8 a.m. One of you nice and awake, one slightly uh, tired and two exhausted looking detectives. Right. Uh, 
So, yeah, you are there, and uh, reports are on your desk. Taylor, they're waiting for you. Very well. Um, Gastrol, you want to look these over with me? Sure. Okay, so the reports on the reports on the actual like body is that it is the reverend. It is confirmed that it is the reverend. Um, but they they can't come to a conclusion. Going by what they've seen and how they've seen it, they can't. They rule it as suspicious, but it still to them seems like a suicide. Like this, he he was the one who caused his own death. So he was alive when he hit the ground. Possibly. Or Again, slightly the, before he hit the yeah. ground. Um, yeah. They, psychology reports or anything? Yeah. yeah, they... The weirdest thing about that is the only thing they could... Because that slime seemed to be in its organ, in his organs, like all in his body, just over all his organs. And they... They see this slime that you might get it off some toads, toads, frogs. Some oh. might see, some might seem so, and that's the only conclusion they can come to is it's that sort of slime. But they don't, they can't come, they don't know how it's possible there. We, we don't get toads in Boston. How about the, um, how about uh, the book? The book. The, I'll get the free books. I do the free books. They've given you a window that they could have been moved in a in a window of about a week. Okay, I was actually referring to the journal. Yeah, I, I just okay. You just want to get to that. I okay. just wanted to get that one out of the way, and then that's the dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the journal. Uh, again, there's a lot of these. They say there's a lot of these weird ramblings about the darkness, and it like it won't stop watching me, and I can't escape my heritage. There's a lot of that, and there's a few details on uh, the the town, the Fryhouse Garden, um, and it just he goes in about his heritage, about how it's a village, how they used to have these um, meetings that his father spoke about to him. And he, he kind of just says that he doesn't understand what really happened there at all. But suddenly these meetings stopped and all his life, he feels like the village hasn't stopped following him. Following him. He hasn't been able to escape it. And his father would never open up about what happened there what happened to his grandfather, his great-grandfather. He just wouldn't open up to him. And he, and he just rambles on about this, how it's... He doesn't talk about his life as a vicar. He, he just rambles on about how he's confused about his own heritage and that, how he feels it's following him and he can't escape it. Why the secrecy? Why the invisible ink? Doesn't make any sense. How that he... There is one thing that he does mention that makes 
a little set. It's not even a sentence. It's just a name and it's Vogel. Hmm. James Vogel, the curator. Hmm. What's the last entry? So the very the very last entry is dated um, that 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 date. So okay. it, he he had done it most likely in the morning, okay. from what they get from if let's say the report on it that morning. And all it says is that this needs to be done. I can't let my heritage harm this peaceful town. I can't let it devour it like it did my town of origin. So he's referring to Fryhouse Garden. I must end this now. I can't let Vogel or anyone stop me. This has to end. So it says this has to end. That could be a suicide reference, but not necessarily. Um, Again, it just seems like mad ramblings, to be fair. It, it, uh, going by the con it just seems like it's following the same pattern, but this one seems more directly about the current situation. Why, why keep it a secret unless you don't want somebody who could read it to read it? Um, uh, Vogel, and Vogel's maybe? mentions, so James Vogel. Hmm. Um, let's carefully question that guy. Right. Can we send these toad slime samples off to like a herpetologist or something? Get an analysis on it. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you definitely be able to get them sent off to the a specialist. The Grand University of Boston. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, mo most likely Lincoln University. Or some, yeah, or just maybe a low. There's pro. There's local. There's even a. There's a wildlife center just in the. Sure in the fence so one of them probably can look into this there's probably someone who can look into it so that gets sent off so he was ashamed of something in his past oh, or, or in the past of his village um well let's see if we can find perhaps there's now these are missing books these three german books yes yeah okay we should see if there's copies available at larger libraries, British library. Just a, a, like a timing question. The, the Reverend came here and started working at this cathedral how long ago? Well, his he father did. Yeah, his father started working here basically when they moved, when they, not when they moved here, but a few years after they moved here. There were a couple of reverends in between Got but it. then he took over. He's been there for 10 years. So does the legend of the gray lady or gray ghost predate that? Or did that start at that time? It predates that. But you, you know that this uh, Hartman's not the only German family to right. be here. So All right. I just church, wanted to. The church was built in 13 something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the church. The church is over seven hundred years old. So, so yeah, um, it's been around a long time. So, and even before that, it was a small like abbey. So, curious. 
curious to know more about this gray lady. Usually these ghost stories have a like a name, like the name of a person, this woman, she did this, that, or the other, and this is what happened to her. So a lot of times there's more just details. Generalized stories that are sort of propagated around, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the maid and the mist and all of these things, who knows? But you actually saw something. Yeah, something literally manifested in front of you. But you also heard a voice saying you, you saying something along the lines of I, I didn't do it. Was yeah. was that voice a female voice? Yes. And in fact, I had a horrible, horrible dream last night. That I, did too. Uh, I woke oh up my with God. her screaming in my any sleep. I got I when I was woken up in the middle of the night by someone screaming that too. I didn't do it. Oh, also, you also had the How same. How very strange. They're identical. Like I your dreams are identical. So was the one, was the voice saying I didn't do it also a woman's? Yes. And yes. I, and I, I tried to help him mm. is what she said. Him. See, I mean, this is far fetched, but uh, this, this sounds like we've got the reverend with the actual interaction with the gray lady. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I'm just trying to piece together what we're seeing and hearing here. Okay, so as this conversation is going, just to, can uh, Gaston tell it, I forgot to, yeah, can you do sanity rolls for me? Just to backpedal a little bit. Uh, pass, easily. Fail. Okay. Um, if you passed uh, a, D, a D4, a fail, uh, a D4 plus one. Four. Ouch. I'm deeply disturbed. Apparently, it's a good idea to touch the ghosts. It protects you from them. <laughs> <laughs> what is our next step? We have to go to the vicarage and talk to the, see if he was depressed, see if they suspect. I found out if if James Fogel has the three missing volumes. Yeah, you you have just, you have uh, that vicarage where the curate lives, which is uh, James Fogel. Uh, The curate is like a new, a new vicar, like a new reverend who's come here for a couple of years before moving. Like the assistant and he assists until he takes over. Yeah. But usually, to take over you, sooner. Usually, curates move a few churches before settling and becoming. Like well, is it likely head. with? Is it likely that with the death of the the father, that the, the curate will take over? Uh, either him or the associate uh, vicar, Heather Brewster. There could be motive there. We'll have to. Um, is Heather and, Brewster in church property as well? Uh, she is, but she lives in a vicarage by a church, by one of the parish's churches, St. Thomas's. Oh, okay. She oversees that church, but she does come to here um, sometimes. Um, but you also have Hartman's House, which is on Church Street. That is another vicarage, but that's about a 10-minute walk away from We, ha- we have to see his place, too, to see if there's any evidence there. Um, Will anybody have informed uh curate fogel of the incident that's what we're going to do this morning 
But he was yeah, so he, close. He was, I mean, he didn't at some point notice the police lights outside or 1130 at night. Uh, he might not have noticed. 130 at night. 130 yeah. at night. Depending yeah. on if he goes to into the church in the mornings. He yeah, he, be he, there. He's probably heard, he's definitely heard it. You, you, you would like to think he has heard of it by, by now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We went, probably not probably not our news our job to break the news because it's just going to have happened because of proximity they should expect us to show up this morning yeah oh as locals do any of us know anything about curate fogel um you know that his family moved to lincoln you don't know how long ago, but it, it definitely predates his father and grandfather. Um, but they're but also then, German extraction. Yes. Mm -hmm. They are German as well. And yeah, so that's that's all you really know. He keep he's not as he's not as friendly as Hartman. He's and a he's bit more sour. A year or two at most. Yeah, a year or two. He he's quite he's quite young. He's about 28, 29. He, he's a bit sour. His sermons are known to be boring. The, did uh, I'm sorry, did you say that the, is he also an immigrant from Germany? His, his family are. His you, family. You're, you're, un, you're unsure. You're unsure but, if how far back it was when they moved. Because he's mentioned in the journal, maybe there was some family rivalry that we find Possible. out about. Mm. But yeah, that, that's just basic knowledge of because if you go to church, you you get to know the vicar, you get to know the priest. Of course, yeah. Mm. But yeah, so what are you for doing? Where's your first plan of action for mm. the day? Detectives, do you think we should all go to uh, to talk with the curate, or would you like to send us somewhere else? Well, it's it. I I think at this point we're worrying about this possibly being a homicide case. If it's a suicide case, then what can you do? But if it's a homicide, I'd kind of like uh, uh, Di Taylor to have some armed people there. I agree with that. Yes. I mean, we don't know this. Vogel's mentioned in the in the secret diary. Yeah, uh, if you if you two want firearms, you can get it. You could also get temporary authorization for Uxbridge and Brearley, but it's temporary. Temporary, right? I think we should do that. Um, I think I'll get that Glock seventeen that's on my list here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's for you, Esther. That's the weapon. That's the pistol. The police. Um, I would also. also I don't have firearms training personally. Uh, uh, just to point out, there are two other names who are notable for the church. Uh, Ali Ali Kogan, who is the sec, who is the secretary. Is that a um, man or a woman? Uh, a woman. And then Dan Cuthbert is the caretaker. Very good name. A very English name. Yes. 
So yeah, they're they're just other people who are of note. Is Alec Hogan the person who would use the office in the church that with the foreign computer and regular files? Uh, Ali Ali um, would, but she she would mainly be in the offices that are connected to the smaller vicarage. Um, but yeah. Um, Di Taylor, what do you think we should do first? I would really like to check out Reverend Harmon's vicarage, his personal effects. You suspect foul play, perhaps something will point to that at his home. Or at there least it'll. Or, Vogel's or, also in. Right. Very. Um, if if it if it points to severe depression, right, then we can assume suicide, which is this darkness that he keeps talking about, makes me think it might be depression, mental illness, something like that. But the, the journal is is described seems like it's yeah, not as much depression as some kind of disorder or paranoia even. Look for uh for drugs um, prescribed or otherwise that he might right. have been taking to antipsychotics, anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So his place first. Yeah. So I, are all four of you going to his place? Yeah, I think we want that. I think so. And you have got your Glocks and have, have you authorized them to have one if they wanted or yes. well Burley doesn't know how to shoot guns. Yeah. So. He he's fairly new, so right. he, Uxbridge, he, do you have skills with the firearm? I've not been I've been trained with the taser and the baton, but uh, no firearms. Perhaps not then. Right. So we have the firearms. Yeah. You 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 might you probably have shot it you probably have shot a gun a couple of times, Uxbridge, but out of firing range. I, I know how to shoot up a paper target. Uh, yeah, <laughs> twenty yards, but that's it. Okay, so yeah, you you all head to the vicarage in your uh, Gaster and Taylor. You would have like a non-police car. It'd be a more civilian-looking car. Uh, Oxbridge and Brilly, you have your bright yellow <laughs> striped police car. Yeah, we'll we'll stay a little bit back. I mean, we don't want to freak them out, but. Uh... Well, we're going. Then, we're going to the the pastors or the the reverends. Yeah. So, again, to get to his, you basically go the same way that you guys went. Yeah, Gasper and Taylor, you drove yesterday, so you go across the Sluice Bridge, which is a giant uh, bridge, um, and you well, not a giant bridge, but uh, you go down, and instead of going straight on to where you went last time you turn left and then left again and you are on Church Street and you see there's normal buildings and then there's like a gated property and there's like a big biggish vicarage there. And will he have some kind of staff or is that the secretary alley or does he have a housekeeper or? No, uh, they usually, usually they, they're just given the house as part of the job and it's up to them to do with it as they wish. All right. 
Well, I'm we'll, assuming that we have access to get in there. We don't have would, to you know, break if in. He, if he had had his keys in his pocket, the forensics probably would have gotten them and we'd have them. Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. His his keys would have been there. His, his wallet he would have had. So, yeah. Yeah, you can easily get in there. Um, as you open, uh, you actually hear little scuff marks on the door. As you're, and then you hear a little, yes, a little yeah. lot. There's four yaps, and they're quite high pitched yaps. Smallish dogs, what you gather. Dogs, mm. uh, they would be snarks then. <laughs> kind of find a home for these fellas. So, as, ankle biters. Who's opening the door? I'm, I'm I'll open the door. Um, <laughs> and Uxbridge, rarely, if you could maybe ca- catch anything that runs out. We don't want them going into the street. Right. Here's a man. <laughs> so, as you open the door, there are two long haired dachshunds and two short haired dachshunds. Well, smooth dachshunds. They don't go running out the door, do they? No, no, but they're, they're okay. very excited to see. The four to see humans. All right, let's let's pat, pat the dogs. Let's all go in. I'll I'll try the kitchen for the dog food. These guys yeah. are going to be famished. Yeah, there, there's there's dog food there. You can you can feed the dogs. Um, the personal office space for the. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he does have a person. It's quite a big personal office. The house, even though it's quite big, there's a, a lot of the rooms are quite massive. So the living rooms quite quite big and takes up a lot of the first floor. I'll I'll grab his mail and I'll start looking through it. You know, bill, bill, bill. I'll toss those to the side. It, it's basically just bill, 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 and then a letter from. Uh, Dr. Paul Young. Paul? Paul Young? Paul Young. Dr. Yes. Paul Young, yes, I will. I will hand that to uh, D.I. Taylor. This one looks important. Yeah, but the thing is, it it's from Paul Young. It's kind of got like a little uh, fr- from the office of Paul Young kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But there's no like, usually if it's uh, in England, if it's a uh, if it's an official doctor's thing, it will have NHS in the corner, but okay. it doesn't. Okay. So a different kind of doctor, not a medical doctor. Yes. Well, yes. or private he, correspondence he, he, from a doctor. He, yeah. Not official. It could be a unofficial. Right. It could be anything, anything like that. So I'm continuing to go through the papers and handing anything important. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got that. You've also got a a letter from. Uh, well, a letter addressed to him. It's in like, uh, it's actually in calligraphy. Uh, may maybe you might be able to tell it's a bit more feminine in writing, but uh, but yeah. But they're the only two that right. are that seem of the rest are all like either bills or vets to, to do with the vets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'll continue so... searching the desk as she looks. Yeah, look okay. at the letters. Okay, so Taylor, I'll come to you. I'll come to him in a sec. Taylor and Gaston, I'll come to you in a minute. Uh, oh, really, you're looking after the dogs? Is that what you're? 
Uh, once I get them settled, I was going to suggest to the detectives that we just like do a sweep of the house from cellar to attic, looking for anything yeah, that I like sticks that out. Any any people chained up in the basement? <laughs> I don't know yeah, if there's I, a basement. Human so bones. You, that, there is a there is a basement. You guys will have you guys would have easily been able to get like the floor plan of these vicarages because they're basically passed on to the next vicar. So, right. you know. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea if you uh, if you two would be so kind as to sweep. Okay, so Oaksbridge and Brilly, how are you? So you've got the basement, a ground floor, a first floor, and then a small attic. Well, I'll start uh, ground floor and just initially do a peripheral check of any entry points to make sure nothing seems uh, to have entered. Okay. Uh, Brilly, Brilly, what are you? Uh, you know, uh, I don't think that really requires two people. We've got somebody, we've got detectives there already. Maybe I'll start with the cellar, see if there's an exit from there, look, you know, in the coal bin or whatever kind of storage there is, and work, work upwards. Okay. Nobody's going to sneak out, you know, once we're... When you're moving up, it's hard for somebody to sneak out if there was a, although I'm sure that dachshunds would have grounded anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd have, you'd have thought there would have been maybe some complaints or something if they were barking at someone or they might not be, yeah, but I think people would be alerted if there's an intruder for four dachshunds. Um, so, Oaksbridge, you're scanning the ground floor really you're going downstairs uh, gastro you're just looking through the office yes you're looking for his yes personal I'm going yeah. through his drawers and everything okay so taylor you read notes so from dr paul young again these are very brief just to get to the meat of what he's saying they they seem to be corresponding about a possible mental illness regarding um, his aunt. And um, but his is in uh, the Reverend or Paul. The, Rev the Reverend's okay. aunt. And then it that seems like the more formal bit, but as you seems like it's because it's folded over into like three. So if someone was to open it, that's the formal bit they would see. And then it would say from, but even, and then there's two, and then you unscrew screw it. Um, and now it goes into a few spicier details. Like he seems to be demanding that he give him the books. He, he wants the books. Dr. Young is demanding the Reverend give him the books. Yes, and Sorry. you you you're, you're not sure what books, but you know that there are three books that have gone missing. Right. right. So he, he has demanded that the books and that he brings on he brings dishonor to the tribe. And from the other one, uh, it is signed from a Samantha Gray. 
and it seems it it seems like a very romantic correspondence mm-hmm. a more sensual correspondence there's nothing of interest you do see her address mm-hmm. and her address is um 32 fence side road which is in the rougher part of town interesting and yeah uh but yeah that just seems so, so two completely different letters in contrast one's more central one's more aggressive hmm. but yeah that is what you get from that so gastro you are searching and searching and searching and you do you find a few bit you find names like you find that he's got like vogel's file like a file on vogel kind of date of birth stuff like that like it seems more business related and, uh, yeah um and on the back of that one, because this seems like is more per- like the personal files that he'll keep just for his reference. On the back, it says "bastards" on the back of that one. Well, this reference not much of a reference if he's using this kind of foul language. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, unprofessional of a. Well, a does he mean? I'll I'll skim through it to see if. There's some reference to lineage and perhaps somebody well, seeing <laughs> seeing his lineage. Uh, you'll also find a file on himself, and you will see that they come from the same. Their their lineage dates back to the same town, the same okay. village. But going by this, you will then find a bit, few more documents that he has been gathering on Vogel, and it appears that his family have been here for about 400 years. Vogels. Yeah, the Vogels have mm. been, and they were called, they originally were called Vogelbaum. Vogelbaum. Yeah. Okay. And uh, just make sure there's enough else did you uh you then find information on the gray lady he has this is on his computer though because i assume you check if you're checking everything and it's unlocked and it's unlocked like he you can he can lock his door and he can like bolt his windows so it's pretty secure so on the computer uh, he, he's got a file on the Grey Lady, and it seems like she was a widow, but she moved here from Germany with mm-hmm. her husband who died while she was pregnant. She gave birth and then committed suicide off of the top of the church. The, ru- the rumors say, from what he can pick from what he can pick up and it seems to cor- from his notes seems to correspond with a with a noted death of a lady called sarah gray samantha gray's ancestor and and then it goes into a bit more of the superstitious that if you run around the church if you or walk around the church three times 
just before it chimes at midnight, you will summon her. That is as the myth goes, to scare kids. It's like yeah. But yeah, that, that's kind of, it just seems to go into that kind of stuff. And then a lot more professional, reverent stuff. Yeah, Sykesbridge. Did you by chance walk around the church a few times that uh, last night? Um, well, we we did. I, I'm not sure if it was three times uh, or no. Did I hear that part? No, I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah, I, we did walk around it uh, a little bit. We're we're sharing all this information. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, you're still out in the car. You're still out scouting oh. the area. So. Yeah, well, I'm doing a peripheral check for. You'd be able to. Answering. You'd be able to speak to him. It's not like. Don't walk around the vicarage three times. <laughs> who knows who will summon. Uh, so, just as a o Oaksford, you're doing a scan of that. You just see the dogs are eating, thanks to Brearley. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, you've got his um, the living room, which takes up most of the ground floor. There's some paintings of. It's actually a painting of the. The stump that he seems to have got done, and a family portrait that's like a oil painting of his family. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's that's really all in the living room. And you've got the kitchen in his office, and then there's like a a bathroom, and the kitchen's quite massive. And there's a dining room. That's kind of all that's on the first floor. You don't see anything out of place, and the only place that you would maybe think to look is where Gastel and Taylor are currently. So, so there, there's no, my initial look was just to see if there's any breaking or entering. Yeah, there, there's, there's nothing, nothing unusual. Yeah. Okay, I'll just come back to uh, to uh, DS Gastel's location. Yeah, no, no, uh, we, we did go around the, uh, the uh, cathedral that night. I, I, I don't recall three times, but we did we did do it at least once, maybe twice. Oh. We're looking for anything in here that might indicate that uh, he was up to something nefarious, but so far in his correspondence here, it's something a little weirder. Weirder? Some hmm. sort of a, a cult connection, family connection back uh, in Germany. So who might still be alive involved in this? Your, you're muted, D.I. Taylor. <laughs> uh, uh, he, he received a letter from a Dr. Young basically demanding the books. The books. Oh, That's my. the only detail, but I'm thinking the books that have gone missing and then accuses the Reverend of bringing dishonor to the tribe. And there's also some discussion about a family member with mental illness and and perhaps the Reverend himself also suffered some of the same afflictions. Hmm. And he, he also has a rather romantic letter from a Samantha Gray. It's probably related racy. to the woman who jumped off the building. Hmm. Definitely two people worth looking into. Samantha Gray lives here. I don't know about Dr. Young. Curiouser and curiouser. 
Yeah, uh, to be fair, a quick like search. You have the databases that you can check. You are please. You have it'll be on your phone. You have a specific app like app that accesses a database anyway. So you'd be able to easily search for. Dr. Young is an A&E doctor who works at the Pilgrim Hospital. Oh, that's not far away. So, but, but it's like just a quick search that you could do. So, and then as you guys are discussing and you've got that bit of information, really, you are walking down into the basement. Um, it's, it's not dark and but it's got a very eerie feeling to it but there's a light switch we can just switch on and it brightens the place on yeah still no harm in having a a light torch for dark, dark corners and translucent women so you go down there and yeah there's storage down here, there's there's even, and then there's like a nicer area in the corner where there's like a sofa and a TV and he's got that set up and it's like a little hideaway den almost, like just somewhere where you'd come and chill. Mm -hmm. And then there's just clutter in the corners and there's a, there's a bookshelf in here as well. Hmm. Worth looking at, especially since they're missing volumes. I imagine a place where people live temporarily in sequence, like you get old wicker furniture covered with dust and things in cellar corners. Yeah. And not a lot of personal effects or change because it's temporary residence for most people. But this seems lived in. So how, how are the bookshelves? Uh, yeah, the bookshelves of like, they are the, they're like, old wood now so they haven't really changed from they do look like home they do look homemade bookshelves mm -hmm. like he's done them plus he's lived here for like 10 he's been because he, he's been a reverend for 10 years here you can assume he's lived in this house for 10 years right so uh the bookshelf does it's, it's quite full but it does look like there's a few empty spaces you've got a lot of like shakespeare and stuff like that on there edgar Allan poe lovecraft <laughs> um, and the the gaps, I mean, do they correspond to the gaps of the volumes that were replaced? Possibly, like there's a gap, there's a massive gap, maybe three, four books could fit in there, two large books, you're, you're mm -hmm. unsure. But it's tall enough to be these volumes, which were probably not small. Yeah. It's, like, it's not a paperback shelf. It's not okay. Um, um, do me a spot hidden. No. Fifty-one. Is that good? I think it is. He's pretty, pretty spotty. Yeah, that's a normal. Okay. So you know, it's just at the bottom of this bookcase um there seems to be a strange like slimy substance oh well similar okay. to that of what you saw and it's like spattered onto the bottom of the bookshelf or it's yes. oozing out 
spattered at the bottom and it's kind of it, it looks like it it's not oozing out anymore but it has drizzled out uh okay uh i've got some uh i've got a first aid kit i'm gonna scrape some of that into something that i can seal without touching it yep. so we can compare it to the other yeah you you'll have stuff in like because you'll have a utility belt and you'll have basic stuff and it 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 so it does seem like it came out from under it or it came seems like it was splashed onto it are there is it like a little or yes like, it is like a it is like a uh, but then it's got like a little drizz, then it's got a little drizzle so you're kind of unsure if it's come from under or splashed you're unsure is it maybe a very slow translucent slug <laughs> left a trail and also is still <laughs> moving but imperceptibly i guess i'm going to check the couch out yeah um in between <laughs> cushions yeah the couch looks uh like he's been here like sat in this quite a lot it looks imprinted in he's definitely sits in the middle of the couch is the tv remote handy yeah, yeah there's a tv remote yeah what channel is it on? Uh, as you turn it on, it will just be you. You it's on, but it's black. Wait, so the TV is was it's already on? on? No, no, you've turned it on. Turn it and on. You've seen and like the little. You've seen like the little icon, and even if you flick through all the channels, it's still black. That's broken. Why does it sit here and watch that? Um, I'm gonna just go to the back of the TV and see, like, if what's disconnected. Like, um, is there a cable line that's just hanging loose, or no? All the all the cables are in. All the cables are there. Everything's connected properly. You can even turn it off and on again, and it's still got that darkness. Darkness, right? Do me a power roll. Let me put them. 65. I don't, yeah, that's not a success. Okay. So you find yourself really, because you are confused. You are, you don't yeah. know, you've tried everything you know, and you're now looking at it. And the darkness seems to be move moving almost and you seem to be finding yourself further into the darkness and then briefly you look behind and there's a screen behind you and the other three do me a listen wrong Oh, uh, pass, hard pass. Uh, extreme success. Extreme fail. You will hear a scream from downstairs, uh, um, a male scream. What the hell? I uh, pull my gun and run downstairs. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go see what that's about. And I'll okay. chase them to see what they're chasing. 
So I'll just go back to Brearley briefly if you're coming down. So Brearley, you're 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 now there and touching, and you're kind of in the TV, and you feel something touch your shoulder, and it's like a a black hand, a charcoal hand is touching you. And it starts to pull you like it, it's trying to beckon you towards it. Can I see the room outside? Yeah, you can see the room. You can see yourself. You I are can... there. You are standing there. In the room, you are staring at yourself. Is there a, a lip to the screen that I can try to grab? Yeah, you, you, you yeah. can. And... I'm going to try to lurch forward and grab the edge of the space. Do, do me a strength roll. Stronger than I am powerful. Oh, 14. That's uh, hard, not an extreme. Yeah, you, you are pulling yourself out. You are pulling yourself out. You are, you are pulling yourself out. And Gastrol Uxbridge Taylor, you are coming downstairs. You see Brearley is there. He's, sta he's standing still, very still. Extremely still. Oh, really? I, I heard you scream. What's what's the matter? Or no, actually, I didn't hear him scream. <laughs> really? Really? What's wrong? Extremely still. What's wrong with you, man? And I put my hand on his shoulder and shake him. Okay. As you're now, as you turn, you're now. You can now see the screen, and it seems like there's like a head imprint pushing out the screen. You know, like from Friday, uh, not Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, where Freddy, it's like that. It's like he's trying to push himself. All right. I'm leaping backwards. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that that's perfectly understood. Uh, Taylor and Uxbridge, you'll probably see this as well. Now oh, that he's do, leapt backwards. Do, do I see, do, does it look like Brearly coming out, or does it just look like this thing it, is coming? It's out? like a, it's like the darkness is like coming out human shaped, almost like. Oh my god, what's that? I'm gonna push it over. <laughs> You're yeah, gonna I'm push just... it. <laughs> I'm gonna push the tail. Get, get that away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but the, the TV falls. Are you pushing? Are you pulling it forward so it's not yeah, showing? Yeah, so it's or? down. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm gonna go. Yank the the power cable out from from the TV is way too creepy. Pulling that okay. power out. Really, you you are now in darkness, and they have basically stopped you from being able to pull yourself through at, at the moment. <laughs> and now, because it's even dark, you are feeling two hands grab you and are pulling you. <laughs> Rarely. Uh, uh, Rarely. Rarely. Snap and out of it. Snap out of it, man. As you, the, you kind of find yourself turning and you just see this giant eye open at you and you, in shock, kind of gasp and your body to them gasps and lets out a weird scream and then you are backing your body. Rarely. Really? And that is where we will leave this episode. Oh, oh, oh. 
uh, our players included uh, Holly Buto, uh, David Gassaway, Stuart Lively, and myself with Josh Harwood as the Keeper of the Secrets. Uh, we have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can play, you can set up uh, private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for the download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron. Evan Dorkin has pledged $3 a month. Thank you very much, Evan. If you'd, like, if you'd also like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good day.